Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Tuesday, September 19th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. So today's kind of a historical day because a lot of things are happening in the world of DC on this specific date. Uh, first off, sad news, it would have been the 89th birthday of Adam West, which is kind of a bummer uh, to think about, but also a happy thought. Um, but in other news, in more better news, uh, this is the 65th anniversary, maybe, of the first episode of the Adventures of Superman television series. So the first episode, Superman on Earth, aired. It's kind of debated. There wasn't exactly a Wikipedia back in 1952, but it is believed to be the first episode aired today from that series. That just blows me away that like the kind of record keeping that we have now with the internet that like any any stupid little tiny TV show that you've never heard of, you can go look up like the exact second that it started and it ended. But yeah, like back then they're like, I don't know, I think it aired this day. We're not really sure. Yeah. So and this was a huge show for the time. I know Batman sixty six has gotten a lot of love, deservedly so, in recent years. The Adventures of Superman was that for the previous generation. Uh, introduced so many people to Superman, and it lasted six seasons. The first two of them were in black and white before they got that color thing figured out on TV. <laughs> it ran for 104 episodes. And remember, this is a time when there there was like three TV stations. So yeah. if you watch TV, you probably watch Superman. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and George Reeves was Superman for a generation. So uh, we're we're going to list off now are 65 reasons why we should you should watch adventures of superman can you start zach yeah i think you should watch it because it's old (laughs) (laughs) yeah no okay but that's it but we're uh it is a fun uh crazy to think it's turned 65 uh moving on we've got some wonder woman news the director, if you don't know, her name's Patty Jenkins. She talked to the Toronto Sun to promote the home media release of the film and just talked about a few different things about it, about the DCU and stuff that's going to be on the home video release. Uh, about the different DCU characters and filmmakers, she said, I think there's just exciting things to be done with them ahead and lots of different people that I'm excited about seeing. All of us are very different and we're all going to do different things. So I can't wait to see the variety personally. I'm right with her there. That's pretty much what I'm excited about too. Right. Yep. We can sum it up. Yep. That's what we keep saying about the DCU. So it's good to hear people inside the DCU saying similar things. Uh, she mentioned that mentioned that there aren't going to be any deleted scenes, but there will be some extended scenes. Uh, if she had a director's cut, she said it would only be a few minutes longer. So I guess she was pretty happy with the original product. There's not like an extra hour out there floating around somewhere. Uh, and she likes the bloopers and the epilogue scene and the making of documentary. Those are kind of her special her special special features that are coming out and then she talked about post-credit scenes and said that she thinks that they only make sense if they're promoting something similar uh so not like having having a post-credit scene after wonder woman for i don't know fantastic beasts or (laughs) (laughs) it or something right um (laughs) yeah what do you i guess we didn't talk about this what are your we talked about the post-credits thing do you have an opinion either way uh i guess if i had to pick Wait, obviously, I like seeing more DC content, and if they decide that they want to throw something totally unrelated at the end of a movie, I would, I would be happy. I don't think I would be complaining, but I think I kind of fall along the same lines um, as Patty Jenkins that 
if it doesn't really have anything to do with what I'm watching, just like make it a separate trailer or something, or it doesn't need to come after the movie if it doesn't really have anything to do with the movie. That's just my, my kind of take on it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty mixed on them too. I don't really have a, a big preference either way. I think if you've got something cool to announce, I think in today's day and age, they're kind of useless. If you've got something and just kind of waste time, you know, sitting around 10 minutes for a 30 second minute long thing. So I think if you've got something cool to announce, like how awesome would the Suicide Squad um, post credit scene have been if we didn't hadn't already seen BVS? Right. Realized they're halfway through filming with Justice League. That would have been mind blowing. It was still pretty cool. I'm glad we have it. But, you know, I think like if Justice League does have post credit scenes, I would like them it to be sort of a surprise announcement. Whereas we normally know the next several movies, so it's not really surprising. And it's to wait 10 minutes or something to see 30 seconds is depending on how excited you are for it, it's kind of a waste. Yeah, it is nice, though, because you know, it, it does force people to read the credits and to, to see the names that do deserve credit and recognition. But probably for the most part, people are looking at their phones for 10 minutes and then waiting to look at the screen. Yeah, that's that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been out digitally for a few weeks now, but it is also out physical copies now. Oh, my goodness. See that? You yeah, got one. So, well, yes, of course. Um, yeah, pretty cool. On to other news. So Warner Archive is going to be releasing a new edition of Superman the Movie on Blu-ray. Pretty cool. It's going to be the other two versions of the film that were released. So there was a TV version only that released. This was an an exclusive thing to, I think it was ABC that they released it on. An over three-hour cut, 188 minutes. That hasn't been seen since like early 1980s. So that is going to be released, and there's also going to be a special edition 151-minute version. So the original theatrical cut was 143 minutes, so a couple of longer editions. And I know the the longer the longest cut didn't have a ton of new scenes. It did have a couple new scenes, but it's a lot of extended stuff, kind of like what Patty Jenkins talked about, except 40 minutes of it instead of a few minutes here or there. So I think that's pretty awesome. They're going to finally release this, and it'll be available... October 3rd and with a ton of special features. Yeah, I still it still kind of blows my mind that they, for the absolute longest version of the film ever, it was a version shown on TV, I'm assuming with commercials, and so it probably ended up being just really, really, really long when they showed it. Yeah, they did it as a two-night <laughs> special event, so yeah. it, they split it into two, so probably a couple hours each night. Uh, and then wrapping up today, we have a little bit more news about old classic DC content coming out on physical media. That's that, was, that was quite a way to tie it in. <laughs> uh, Adventures of Captain Marvel are, is also going to release on Blu-ray today. Uh, you can go pick that up wherever you look to purchase your physical DC content on digital medias. Um, it's a 12-chapter film serial by Republic Pictures from 1941, which is newly remastered from a 4K scan of the original film, which... Man, film is cool. Like that was that's old. They don't even know what 4K is. They didn't even know what a K or a pixel was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they did. Uh, it has some special features too. It's got audio commentary from film historians, uh, and it's the first live-action superhero adaptation. I think we've mentioned this briefly, but it is it it deserves to be mentioned again that this is actually the first time there was ever a superhero in live action. Yeah, and you know, Captain Marvel wasn't even a DC Comics character at this time 
he was still with Fawcett Comics, but it's, it's crazy to think that this has been around so long and it was very well received at the time. So they were actually developing Republic was actually working on a serial for Superman for a long time. And it, that sort of fell through and they turned it into this, which is well reviewed. And you know, the Superman that Superman went on to be put into the Fleischer cartoons, which was also released in 1941. So little fun bit of trivia, but it's cool to see this old stuff bought onto Blu-ray, even though, this is available in the public domain, so you can download it yeah. for free. Uh, but it's still, if you want to see a crisp 4K scan, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I checked out the the first episode, The Curse of the Scorpion, where Billy Batson discovers that he can become Captain Marvel by saying Shazam. And it's just, it's funny because he's like old-timey strong, which is means like 5'11", 170 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he like, and Billy Batson is played by an adult. So he just kind of goes from like, an average person to a slightly above average person <laughs> yeah right when he transforms so like between the 40s and 80s <laughs> superheroes went from looking like that right to looking like arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> it just is a long transition there yeah all right well that is all we have for today thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.